Now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. It's brought to you by American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 90 years. More at ADR.org. And today, Bloomberg Law host Jim Grasso discusses the Supreme Court's decision to rehear a case about mandatory union fees after the high court deadlocked on the same case in 2016. She speaks with Steve Sanders, a professor at the University of Indiana Marr School of Law. Steve, describe the basic issue here. Sure, June. The the basic issue is uh, if you belong to a union, of course, um, you pay dues, and it's understood that your membership fees not only defray the cost of the union representing you and negotiating on your behalf, but sometimes unions also engage in political activities and take political stances. Um, What's at issue here are the fees paid by non-members of unions who are still nonetheless represented by the union in their workplace. And these are, we're talking here about government employees, public sector employees, not in this case private employees. Um, The Supreme Court said in 1977 that people in that position, non-members of a union who are still represented by the union, cannot be compelled to pay for any political activities the union engages in, like endorsing a candidate or taking a position on abortion rights or same-sex marriage, but they can be required to pay um, a a fee to, uh, uh, to, to defray their fair share of the costs of the union directly representing them and bargaining on their behalf. The argument is if people could opt out of that, um, no one would actually want to pay the fee and the union would go bankrupt. Uh, It's a sort of collective action problem or a free rider problem. The lawsuit here was originally filed by Illinois' Republican Governor Bruce Rauner. So in March, the conservative wing of the court did not have a fifth vote because Justice Antonin Scalia had passed away. Are they practically guaranteed that fifth vote from Justice Gorsuch? I think most people would expect that. I I don't think there's uh, uh, anything in Justice Gorsuch's jurisprudence that would make him anything other than a reliable vote for the court's conservatives on this point, as Justice Scalia would have been, was expected to be in this case. Sometimes uh, originalism, which is the philosophy Justice Gorsuch uh, subscribes to, can lead you to different results, but I think everyone assumes that Gorsuch's, Justice Gorsuch's vote is, will be gotten here. The, the Roberts Court is a very strong First Amendment court anyway, uh, and so uh, in some sense a ruling uh, against the union and in favor of the worker would be consistent with that. That's Steve Sanders, a professor at the University of Indiana Marr School of Law, speaking with the Bloomberg Law host, June Grasso. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, Chicago is accusing Equifax of violating state law and the city's consumer fraud ordinance by not protecting residents from the hack that affected about 143 million people nationwide. Mayor Rahm Emanuel announced the complaint filed yesterday in state court San Francisco's city attorney filed a similar complaint on Tuesday. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.